0: This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Thursday, July 2nd. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights.
1: The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries.
0: It's non-farm payrolls Thursday, and while the session and the BLS report itself offers other figures, including the unemployment rate and wages, the direction of U.S. rates will be a function of the headline payrolls print. This observation might initially appear beyond obvious. However, the period immediately before the pandemic was characterized by an emphasis on average hourly earnings and the more nuanced stats in the labor market. Well, Shedding 20 million jobs will quickly refocus investors on the core of the domestic economy. Materially decreasing the size of the employment base undermines consumption, and while Washington has attempted to bridge the gap for those out of work due to the pandemic via a variety of programs, eventually the upside will run its course and the economy will settle into a new normal, presumably one with, at least initially, a smaller footprint. This isn't today's trade however the tone will be established relatively early Vietnam farm payrolls and then attention will shift to the early close and the long weekend to be fair some of us skip the former in favor of the latter the consensus is for a 3.058 million gain in payrolls during June on top of the 2.509 million seen in May Recall that that was an upside surprise of roughly 10 million. The new issues of data collection and classification notwithstanding, NFP has always been a notoriously difficult number to forecast. Now, with error bands in the millions, we'd be remiss not to assume that the post-release price action will be swift and dramatic. After the initial knee-jerk response to the jobs data, The absence of dip buying interest, as evidenced by positions and our recent survey, will be set against the continued virus surge. It's a new quarter, and we're certainly sympathetic to corona fatigue, including all that may imply for investors' willingness to retrade the first above 50,000 daily COVID 19 case report. Even in this context, the long weekend holds a great deal of headline risk related to the pandemic. And none of it's particularly positive given the trajectory of the outbreak over the course of the last week as a result we'd be cautious of positioning for an aggressive extension of any post nfp sell-off this isn't to suggest that a data-driven repricing toward higher rates isn't achievable as it's certainly on the table rather once the first round of pricing in the bls report has occurred anticipate the reluctance to go home short treasuries over the holiday weekend to emerge as an essential influence. We've spent little time contemplating the potential for disappointing jobs figures. This isn't because we have any particular strong read on the data itself, but with 10-year yields currently at 67 basis points and the coronavirus spread accelerating, there's already a reasonable degree of economic downside readily apparent in pricing. A quick glance at the front end shows twos solidly anchored in an all-too-familiar range of 15 to 20 basis points. The primary fundamental disconnect remains the ongoing outperformance of risk assets. The S&P 500 is above 3,100, and while a dramatically weaker NFP would necessitate a repricing lower, The realities of the current state of the stock market suggest this would simply represent another dip-buying opportunity. Admittedly, our skepticism around the sustainability of the bid for risk assets has been steadily eroded since mid-March, and we're content with filing it away with a variety of other things in life we simply don't understand despite all of the compelling explanations, such as gravity, reality TV, and the fact that rebooting really does solve a lot of performance issues. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode, so please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19.
1: This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including without limitation, any commodities, securities or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances, or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options, or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act.